Stay in the know with Radio 2000 Podcast. We've got Ivan Chauke on the line and Ivan is going to assist Anonymous because apparently uh, someone is spending inheritance money not in a right way. There's fraud involved and we're going to try and get to the bottom of, of this. Good morning, Ivan. How are you? Hi, hi, Toby. I'm good. And how are you? Fantastic. It's been a while. So good having you on the radio. Yes, it has been a while. Hey, uh, I'm just now waiting for December so I can relax. <laughs> <laughs> and you deserve it. You definitely deserve it. Ivan, yeah. listen to this letter, right? It reads, hi, Susan Dombi, can you please help me with how I can solve this problem? I had a brother who passed away last year. My brother had a daughter and she lives with her mom. My brother left some money for his child and now the mother fraudulently claimed the money without the knowledge of the child. The child is supposed to go to school and her mother is busy misusing the money with her new boyfriend. So please, Sister Dombi, can you please help with how I can solve this problem? Listen, there's a lot going on, but let's zone in on the fraudulent uh, part, right? Because this is where you come in. How can we best assist Anonymous? You know, Dombi, I think in this situation, first of all, we need to see or we need to check how actually uh, inheritance uh, gets to be uh, given to a minor child, right? Mm. So we have two situations here, right? So if a, a person leaves an, an inheritance for a minor child, there are two ways in which this minor child can get access to that uh, inheritance, right? Mm. The first obvious is that this money might will be de- deposited into the guardian's fund. Yeah. And then that's where then the guardian or the natural parent will then uh, claim the money on behalf of the child mm. and then the second way this can happen is that a trust can be established and then obviously the trustees would then administer the um, the funds on the SSO funds on behalf of the minor child but Tommy, uh in relation to the guardians but i think that's a very stringent process mm. so uh for you to be able to access this money on behalf of a child you would need to submit a claim to the guardians fund and obviously that claim has to go along with uh vouchers and supporting documents uh, and plans depending on on the nature and why you need that money obviously for a child's maintenance you need to get vouchers if for example the child is to go to school like in this example then and in that case, you would then obviously have to supply the fees of the school that this yeah. child will be going to and, and, and the life. And similarly, if this money is in a trust, a similar situation would come through where you would have to submit these documents to a trustee. Mm. Now, uh, I, I, well, to see a situation where a, a, a parent would then uh, raise a fraudulent claim, then obviously that would be then a criminal offence. And that would be something that has to be reported to the authorities. Moreover, that can also obviously be... Uh, reported to the master depending on what type of fraudulent transaction and how did this person get access to that money for say for example this person says look i need money for school fees and then they end up not paying for those school fees mm, and then they squander mm. that money and use it for something else then that obviously is a situation that would obviously have to be reported to the master to say look this person is not using the money uh in the way that she had applied for that money to be used and then obviously then the master would then require receipts from this parent to say we want mm. to see whether the money that you have received, uh, that you claimed supposedly for school fees, did you in fact use it for the school fees? So th- these things are obviously monitored to make sure that uh, the person who's in charge of the child here, in this case, the natural parent, is actually using for the funds for the purpose they say that they're using this funds for. Mm. Now, how can such situations be avoided, Ivan? 
So, in, so, but, but you don't know me. This, this is this is a very difficult uh, position or difficult question to answer because remember, Ndombi, that here we're dealing with a person who is a natural guardian yes. of the child. Yes. And here, and and the person who's complaining here is the sister or is the aunt. So it's it's a very difficult situation. So we are in a catch-22 situation where we're saying we need to now monitor how uh, mothers are going to. Uh, are going to use yeah. funds that are meant for their children and these are the people who are entrusted because they are obviously the ones who have parental responsibility and rights over these children but another issue to me that i need to raise in relation to this issue is that if uh if this aunt feels that uh by using this money with the boyfriend they can then report this parent and then in terms of the children act if a parent is deliberately neglecting or degrading uh, a child then that, that child can be removed from that parent and put in the care of someone who look after that child uh, and, and make sure that their interests are, are cared for mm. do you find that there's a lot of cases um uh, like like this that you deal with especially where inheritance uh, is concerned because people don't get along or maybe they don't like the baby mama then they're like yo this one is spending the money on the new boyfriend do you find that it becomes petty as opposed to it becoming like a legitimate claim to say no there is fraudulent activity it's just they maybe they don't like the baby mama you know in this situation i think that's another issue that we really really need to look at because this person who's complaining here is the aunt and mm. who doesn't actually have any parental responsibilities mm. towards the child. And it's alleging that this person is spending money with the boyfriend. And again, I must also caution that in this type of situation, we just don't take the say-so of someone to say, when they say, look, this is what's happening. And then we say, this is the gospel truth. Yeah. This person obviously has to come forth, has to go to a social worker in the case where uh, they feel like this person is not taking care of the child. So that an investigation can, can happen so that we can actually determine, in fact, that this person is not uh, taking care of the needs of the child. So we need to be very careful mm. before we can trust whatever information we get. Like you were saying, there are obviously family feuds. And this happens a lot. Mm. And Tommy, when it comes to uh, inheritance, even siblings uh, fight for inheritance. I think I've gotten a lot of calls from your listeners telling me that, look, I'm fighting with my uh, stepfather. Uh, he's not giving me my share of the property. Mm. And at times you find that it might happen that they don't actually understand the administration process. And yeah. actually, the stepfather has all the rights yeah. in the world to be uh, dispersing with the assets as they wish because they are the main beneficiary when it comes to an interstate uh, estate. So in this situation also, we need to be very careful as to whether, in fact, these claims are legitimate. Mm. And if they are, this lady can at least provide information to say, on the basis of, of this and again we don't even know uh, where this inheritance come from yeah. we don't even know uh, where this inheritance was claimed from yeah. so until she gives us uh, concrete information as to this money comes from this policy and she fraudulently claimed from this policy and this is the amount she has funded then we are able to say look then we can intervene and the master can then be put in a place to say okay this person can be removed and this money will be put into the guardians fund for the benefit of the child hey contact details ivan for those people that are currently going through such battles yeah they're fighting over a house they're fighting over inheritance where can they get a hold of you bub hey Toby, before i provide you with my contact details <laughs> i have to say uh, when, when when listeners call because sometimes they say to me hey you didn't say anything about a fee 
And now when we are calling yes, you, you want us to charge yes, a consultation yeah, fee. Yeah, yeah. So they must understand that when 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 they call me, they're just calling me to arrange for a consultation. Yeah. Then I'll be able to sit and I won't be able to give them advice over I the phone or via WhatsApp. They are just calling to get a consult to arrange a consultation. Then I'll be then be able to listen to their issue and be Fantastic. able to give them proper advice. Thank you. So for my contact clarity. details. Yeah. So my contact details for me are my number is zero seven eight nine six two twenty twenty six. This is also a WhatsApp number, so they can send me a text, a, te- a WhatsApp text requesting for a consultation, so that I'll be able to help them. They can also send via email which is ivan at icattorneys.ca.za. That's I-R-V-I-N at icattorneys.ca.za. Or they can also call me on my number, which is also my WhatsApp number. Awa, Ivan, you said that number so fast. I was like, huh? I was about to write it down in like, oh, seven, 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 seven. I say it slowly. Hey, I'm too quick. <laughs> You're too fast. Say it slowly, Let, let me it slowly. So uh, my number is 078-962-2026. Yes. yes, that's my number. 078-962-2026. Yes, that's my contact number. Pella, you're used to the number. We are still <laughs> writing it down. Thank you so much, Papa, for, for this wonderful conversation. Thank you, Domi, for having me once more again on your show. I really appreciate it and enjoy the rest of your festive season. Thank you so much. If you missed it, Catch the Rewind on radio2000.co.za.